guys five movies one of your co-hosts chris gasper this is frank pelicone you were listening to episode 91 of the spin chagrin and last week's category was conspiracy theory so frank what did you come up with for conspiracy theory um so my initial uh gut reaction was to actually just watch um conspiracy theory there's there was people pulling for this so yeah what did you do i didn't watch that because <laughs> they wanted me to pay like three dollars to watch it and mm-hmm. as ridiculous as i might be sometimes it ain't that it ain't that ridiculous i ain't paying three dollars for some garbage ass you don't want to watch mel gibson run away from people <clears throat> i do want to watch it and like make crazy eyes and have julia roberts be all taciturn but um that's not where the cards fell don't for us spoil the movie frank come on <laughs> i mean i'm just going by the cover art because i looked at it a bunch over the past week thinking like yeah should i do it <laughs> um so I pulled up a few movies on Tubi um, and looked. Um, I started to watch this movie called The Conspiracy. And I guess technically I watched it, but I fell asleep like halfway through it. Um, And it was one of those things where I had to decide, was I going to either go back and start from the beginning? Or was I just going to like let it die and I just let it die? Mm -hmm. Um, That movie actually is reviewed pretty well. But I mean, I think it was terrible. It was kind of like a... Remember that movie we watched like three or four years ago called the the Kill List? I think is what it's called. Yeah, the guy that's a former um, hitman that comes back to the business, but it turns out it's like a cult that's behind it. Right. So the conspiracy reminded me a lot of that, but in found footage style, which actually made it like a lot less interesting. Yeah, the the conspiracy is the one with like the person with the mask with the horns and shit that like netflix was always trying to get me to watch right well so yes so the the basic gist of the movie is that there's these documentarians who are looking for their next subject and they um kind of become interested in this guy who's a um like a street side preacher kind of guy who talks about conspiracies all the time and they follow him around and they film him for a while and he tells them all these like crazy like conspiracy theories he has and then he disappears. Sure. So they decide that they're going to look into his disappearance like how did he disappear or what happened to him and what they're led into is this kind of like Illuminati style um, conspiracy where um, this group of like ultra wealthy whatever um autocrats or whatever you want to call them like they control everything that happens in the world and they're the ones that are responsible for like all the major historical events over time and they have they worship this god called i can't remember it's like Metidus or something mm-hmm. uh, who's a bull and so they have this symbolic like running of the bulls thing they do um where everyone wears fuck what kind of masks were they it's like a plague doctor mask maybe or something mm-hmm. and then the the one guy wears a bull mask and um the one dude who's like obsessed with it he like ends up kind of joining the group and the other guy you don't know if he died in the end or not um they say that he like went crazy and like fled anyway it was whatever um i didn't think it was that great of a movie i thought it was kind of i mean i think it was like a bad movie i thought it was like well filmed enough but i also thought it was just kind of boring right so 
I next found um, the movie that became The Chagrin um, quite by accident. Uh, it's called The Pizzagate Massacre. Um, okay. <laughs> I wasn't even like looking. I was just looking through Amazon to see um, what was new or what like I hadn't watched yet and trying to set up my watch list of like stuff to rent in the future and um, some I was looking like so be, every time before I go to Thailand I look for things to download from Netflix so I have them on my phone for the plane ride and movies to buy from Amazon so I have them on my phone for the play ride so I have like movies I can watch in case I don't want to watch the stuff that's on like the flights um, in flight movies mm-hmm. so I was looking for this like things that like maybe I've been putting off watching for a while that I could buy for like five dollars or something right um i had not ever looked for this movie before but i saw the title and i was like oh well pizzagate that's a conspiracy anyway let me see what this is all about <laughs> right i'm 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 deadly worried about um and like literally about who could start listening to this podcast <laughs> but continue right maybe you should tag the next movie as the tag movie right <laughs> leave this one be <laughs> so we watched that movie last year or two years ago like first like full year of the pandemic with the girl who's a youtube influencer that did the found footage thing with her traveling yeah. during the pandemic i can't remember what that uh-huh. movie was called dash cam dash cam right mm-hmm. and one of the things i think that impressed us the most about it was that it was really hard to truly suss out whether the filmmakers believed in the nonsense that she was saying or if it was just like a super well done satire that was meant to draw you in and believe in the people, right? And yeah. so that's the Pizza Game Massacre. Mm-hmm. Um, the story revolves around this um, young young black girl named Karen Black, of all things, um, who is an intern at a, a um, Texas uh, television station. Okay, where the main attraction is this woman who spouts conspiracy theories like QAnon style like shit so mm-hmm. the opening part of the movie is this this woman just like all the things that QAnon you know a couple of years ago was like putting out like the the democrats are sodomites and they're reptilian people and they're mm-hmm. um kidnapping children and keeping them in the basement of a pizzeria and right um so you get introduced to this girl and she's a fuck up uh, so she gets fired on her first day because she interrupts the broadcast. Um, but she becomes aware of this guy. Um, fuck, what is his? I've already forgotten his name. I'm sorry. Duncan? Yeah, Duncan Plum mm-hmm. or something like that. Plump. Plump, right. Yeah. So Duncan Plump, um, played by Tynus Siu. Seow um is a militia man um he's also like a survivalist and a conspiracy theorist so she follows him to his meeting of his like local militia um where they're holding a vote for who's going to be in charge of the militia and she interrupts the vote because she wants to drive to Austin um to go to this Toots Pizza where supposedly children are being held in their basement and being sodomized. Mm. 
And the one guy, this the guy Philip, who's like the unhinged, um, like guy that wants to be the leader of the militia, who's actually played by the director of this movie, John Valley. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's all for it. He wants to go down there and like just massacre like these sodomites. Um, but Duncan is like, you know, we need to be like if you're gonna do this, you need to be more like discreet about what you do like we can't just go in there like guns blazing we have to have a plan so uh, i don't this movie's so they decide karen and duncan decide philip is supposed to take karen down the next day like they meet at night and talk about it philip and duncan hate each other um but duncan convinces karen like early in the morning just to go with him so they take this road trip to go down to Austin to investigate Toots Pizza to see about, you know, like the sodomites in the basement or whatever, mm-hmm. and the lizard people that control Toots Pizza. Right. So it kind of subverted my expectations in some ways because they initially portray. I couldn't tell if the director like actually believed in this shit. And was really trying to like make a movie about this stuff, or if he was making fun of it, mm-hmm. because it's not tongue in cheek for the first like forty five minutes. It's very, very straight. I mean, there's like some like a little bit of comedy elements mm-hmm. to it, but this movie's described as a comedy, but it's it's definitely like dark satire. It's not, right. you know, like overt like parody or anything. So they're on this road trip, and you find out that Duncan is the son of David Koresh. And was one of the few people that escaped from the Branch Davidians complex in Waco. Um, You know, when and then the conspiracy is that um, the feds went in to, like, take out the Branch Davidians because David Tresh was, like, abusing women. Um, So why aren't the feds going into Toots Pizza to, like, take out these sodomites? Like, it must mean that the government's behind it because that's the thing is it's the deep state or whatever. Right. So they start to bond as they're um, driving down to Austin. Um, there's this old man walking across the streets. So they stop to help him, but it turns out that he's a criminal um, and he's trying to um, like basically carjack him. Um, Duncan has a Confederate flag license plate. So there's some uncomfortableness there with um, Karen. Like, you know, are you a racist? And he's I'm not, not a racist. Um, like he made, he's like, you know, I made bad decisions in the past, but that's not me anymore. Um, so Duncan ends up having to kill the guy, um, that stops their van. Now, mind you, like, this is actually a pretty tense scene. Like, it's a really, like, kind of like really well filmed. Like the guy has him in the road and, Mm -hmm. you know, we're out in the middle of nowhere. No one's going to hear you if I kill you. So you better do what I say. And then um duncan because he's such a like he's so paranoid he has his van rigged so you have to actually like hotwire it to start it like the key won't work right so when the guy tries to steal their van like he can't do it and then he gets back out and duncan has him at gunpoint and they have sort of this like mexican standoff where duncan ends up shooting them then you find out that he's never killed anybody before so he's all like kind of distraught about it Mm. um it's actually some interesting character development going on in this ridiculous movie Mm-hmm. so when i came into this i was expecting like the absolute like toilet bowl of a film where mm-hmm. it was just like like just garbage basically sure. 
Um, and I was really disturbed that I was enjoying myself and kind of appreciating some of the filmmaking choices and some of the acting. Hmm. Um, so they finally get to Austin and the plan is that the pizza place has a one add up for pizza driver, like delivery drivers. So they're going to go in and pretend like they want to apply for it and kind of stake the place out and see what it's all about. Okay. And maybe get some delicious pizza while they're there. Um, so they get there and they have this plan and there's this like weirdly like awkward romantic moment where um duncan when he was calling to inquire about the job he said hey i'm in on the road with my girlfriend she's like oh you called me your girlfriend and he's like yeah you know would you want to do that and she's like well i don't know i don't really have feelings for you but let's like hold i don't know it's like just this awkward like romantic you know duncan's like a huge fucking neck beard right um so they go into the pizza shop to do their investigation and um philip pulls up in his truck because i guess like and then he goes in and he basically starts a gunfight where everybody like all the people that work at the pizza place die um the manager the people that work there and he kidnaps um karen and he drives off and duncan who's been shot in the hand and the, the shoulder um ends up having to kill rico um because rico thinks that he's responsible and the police get called and now duncan's on the run okay so he's been framed for like the murder at this like pizza place mm -hmm. and the whole point is that duncan knew the whole time that the people in the pizza place would just be normal people that it was ridiculous to think that there was like this like i don't know conspiracy of like child molesters in this austin pizza place mm -hmm. um but it was kind of humoring karen to sort of like help her out like to kind of get her out of, of this conspiracy-based mindset right um but now he's being blamed for this murder and the woman from the opening um oh, i can't remember what her name is terry lee is the name of the She's kind of like a Fox News-esque like, anchor that's like spouting all this conspiracy theory stuff. Mm -hmm. She's on the news like calling Duncan a murderer and disavowing like anything he's done and hmm. saying like, oh, I didn't have anything to do with like convincing him to do it. Like he did it on his own. Um so anyway, so he goes back to the militia headquarters. Um, and they're trying to get him to basically take the fall even though philip was the one that caused the gunfight um and they have uh karen because they kidnapped her they have her cell phone video of duncan like shooting the dude in the road and whatever um so he ends up like getting the advantage and killing all of them and then him and karen go back to terry lee's um newscast and she like duncan takes her hostage and he ends up shooting her and he's like, you need to tell me, are there really alien, like lizard people? And she won't say anything. And he's like, you got to tell me, are there lizard people or I'll shoot you. Yeah. Or I'll kill you. Um, And she's like, yes, there are lizard people. But then she has a gun in her purse and she shoots him and kills him. Mm. Um, So then Karen is being interviewed by, oh, the opening is this dude like talking to the camera about like the conspiracies and lizard people and whatever. Mm hmm. Um, so it turns out that Karen has like taken the footage that she shot for her documentary and parlayed it into this career as a, um, I don't know, like talking head or whatever. 
Mm. Um, and the guy that's interviewing her, it turns out is a lizard person. Um, and I don't how, really understand. Like, how do you, how do you find that out? Oh, because it cuts to Karen's point of view and the guy's a lizard person. Oh, so she knows she's interviewing a lizard person, I guess. No, he's interviewing her. About, oh, okay. About Duncan. So does she know that he's a lizard person? I don't know. I don't okay. really understand the ending of the movie. Okay. I think maybe the idea is that they're using her, like they're paying her to basically like propagate this stuff so nobody believes in them because it's also gotcha. fantastical or something. Right, but sure. that's just me like making that up. So. Right. Yeah, so that's um uh Pizza Gate Massacre or whatever the fuck. Right. Okay. So Better than your... it should have been, okay. but still not good. Mm-hmm. Um, so the guy, John Valley, that made it, apparently made it for like well under $100,000 mm-hmm. and was so meticulous in plotting everything that like they basically, everything was like plotted out to the T. Um, and it shows, I mean, it's not like a poorly filmed movie. Mm-hmm. It's not even a poorly acted movie. It's just. It's maybe a little tone deaf, I guess. I don't know. Just because. I guess the idea is, I I don't know what, what it's even satirizing, like the ridiculous nature of conspiracies. I actually thought that was an in like, that's when I was the most fascinated by it was when it turns out that there's no conspiracy and just Karen's just this kind of like disturbed young woman. Right who needs to find this like truth in this like ridiculous, you know, like narrative of these like alien, it's alien people like ruling the world because she has no agency of her own or like her own life. And that Duncan's this guy that, you know, used to be like in the Nazi, like a neo-Nazi and like racist and kind of learned his lesson. And he's trying, you know, because he like bought into this like crazy rhetoric too. And he's trying to help her. So I actually thought that was really interesting. And then it just like falls apart. Like after that, right. like once he takes this older black couple hostage um, and steals their car. Um, this is after he gets shot in uh, the pizza parlor. Right. Um, and he takes off his shirt to like get bandaged. And it turns out he's got like, it's like out of like American history X. Like he's got like the big, you know, um, like iron Eagle, like swastika tattoo on his chest. And sure. He has to tell this black couple that like that's not him anymore. It's just it's it's weird. Um but yeah, to me I was um I was into it and then it just was like a little too long for a B movie. Um, but it's not terrible. I mean it's like maybe a six on the chagrin scale. Okay. I thought it was gonna be I mean, I've watched so many things that are far worse than mm-hmm. that. Um, so I was really thinking it was gonna be like a nine or a ten. I was actually kind of excited for it for that reason. Right. Um, but it's just kind of like uh generic bad, I guess. Yeah. Although I will watch any movies this guy makes, I think, because I honestly think he has some talent. Okay. So I think it could be kind of interesting to see what John Valley does in the future. All right. Um, but it's not this. I would not recommend watching this movie. It's not even like bad to the point where it's funny, and it's not like it's not good to the point where it's like good, it's just kind of in the middle of that. So Okay. So um, Pizza Game Massacre. So my first movie that I actually watched in full um 
was a movie I've been kind of interested in seeing for about a, a little over a month now since I first saw the trailer for it. Mm-hmm. And that is The Burial, which is currently streaming on Amazon Prime. Um, it stars, uh, what's his name? Jamie Foxx, um, Tommy Lee Jones. Um, Journey Smollett. Yeah. And uh, what, Pamela, what's her name? Reed? Right? I can't remember anything else. Uh, yeah, Pamela Reed and then Alan Ruck. <clears throat> yeah, Alan Ruck, right. Um, so I'm, I can, I don't watch a whole lot of like docudramas, I guess. Um, Mm -hmm. I don't find them to be super interesting most of the time. Um, or I find them to be like really like, like straight out of Compton where it's just really like self-congratulatory and boring in that respect. Right. Um, but the something in the trailer grabbed me in the performances and kind of the interactions between Fox and um um Tommy Lee Jones. Mm-hmm. Um so I was really I was looking forward to seeing it and I was pretty excited when it was free on Amazon. Um the movie follows um Tommy Lee Jones character who is a um Jerry is his name. Yeah, Jerry. I'm trying to pull it up on I'm so bad as my old age about remembering like names of characters and yeah, it makes sense. Sequence of events and <laughs> anything anymore, I guess. I don't know. Um, so it's based on the true story of um, Jeremiah O'Keefe, who was a funeral homeowner in the South. Um, I guess in the eighties is when this takes place or no early nineties. Yeah. Late eighties. Um, who tried to sell a portion of his business to this like larger kind of funeral home conglomerate and sort of got screwed in the process and ends up hiring a high high profile personal injury lawyer named Willie Gary, um, the Jamie Foxx character to represent him in this case. So in a lot of ways, this is more or less like a lifetime movie kind of, you know, they've got the, Mm -hmm the build and then they're preparing for the trial and then the trial starts and they have like some setbacks and then there's a couple of scenes in the courtroom and then they come back and then just when they're on the precipice and given up they kind of find this other angle and they pursue it and they end up winning the case and the initial ask was for a hundred million dollars in damages and the jury awards them 500 million that's yeah just to paraphrase the story right um because I think the thing that's the most impressive about this movie to me is um, number one, the acting is fantastic in it. Um, and it's some yeah. really, it's a really stilted performance by Tommy Lee Jones, but I think on purpose. Yeah. Um, like to present this guy as a guy who's like, you know, he's a World War II hero and veteran. Um, he's a man that's like stood up to the Ku Klux Klan and he just always feels like all these things are just part of his duty and nothing to be like super celebrated, but good man that just wants to take care of his family. Um, Jamie Foxx's character is this kind of like bombastic, like loud um, guy that emulates and also has like this intense, like personal jealousy of like Johnny Cochran. Like that's who he wants to be. Um, and also as a, you know, a man who's like, as a black lawyer, um, 
very much like invested in the idea of representing like people from his community and um not initially interested in taking the case um the smollett uh Junie Junie smollett um plays what is it how halbert or something like that Mm -hmm. um this young um black lawyer um who's initially not taken very seriously by uh the alan ruck character who is jerry's long-term lawyer um and who ultimately convinces jerry to take on willie gary as his um his lawyer I really enjoyed like the interplay between the characters. Um, I thought there were some really good moments to it. Um, I thought it was competently directed if, you know, nothing special. I mean, I think courtroom dramas are pretty easy to just direct. And if you have good performances, it doesn't really matter like what that direction is. It's true. Um, and I think that's kind of true here. Like there's nothing, you're not watching like 12 angry men or anything. I mean, this isn't like some kind of like masterpiece and like single room storytelling. It's just, very very passable very like well done yeah i'm confidently done Um, yeah i mean courtroom dramas are talky are talky usually so it's like you're just in a room most of the time there's not anything special so you don't really need the most competent like you know like a stylish director whatsoever um so the thing that it reminded me the most of um and not at all in terms of like tone or story but Reminded me a lot of uh, Charlie Wilson's War, which is a mm-hmm. movie that I really enjoyed from, what is that, like 15 years ago now or something like 2004, that? 2004, almost 20. Oh my God, yeah, 20 years ago. Um, Sometimes, like, these simple character dramas can just get me, you know, like, based on true stories. Like, and they're, it's got to be the right combination of actors, and it's got to be, like, the right story, but, you know, I mean, I um, I really dug it, and I think without talking too much about like the minutia of it because again i don't think that matters much i think that if you it's what an hour hour it's like 90 minutes long maybe um uh, no it's that's two hours oh well it didn't feel like two hours it so didn't no i'll give it that um that praise yeah. but um definitely worth watching um something that again like i've been looking forward to for a little while since i first saw the trailer and it really lived up to what I had hoped it would be. Like, it was exactly what I wanted it to be, which was a feel-good, you know, character-driven piece that um, was a good showcase for the talents of the actors in it. So, yeah. Just to correct myself, uh, you were closer, uh, 16 years, 2007. I thought it was 2004. Charlie Wilson's War. Um, yeah, you had me watch this last night. Um after we talked about Fall House Usher, and I just kind of, like, started playing it immediately when you told me about it and we were done, and yeah, it was a really enjoyable movie, like, <clears throat> it's a good movie, it's not going to set the world on fire, but it's, um, it's a movie that, like, yeah, it's just elevated by its performances, I think Jamie Foxx is, uh, really personable, and, yeah, um, he's, he, he's the best part of the movie. He is. Um, but I think Tommy Lee Jones does a really good job of offsetting that character um, and creating like what feels like a real person. Like that's like kind of just like you said, this like war veteran who like runs a funeral home business and is just a normal guy. Right. Like, you know, he's like a well, well, like a just a good citizen, like, you know, and is yeah. kind of like gotten doing something that like you know he's gonna sue i mean that's a great like little line and scene where it's like the wife's trying to tell him like people your age don't sue anybody um and it's like he's he's decided he just doesn't want to like 
be forced into like you know and be like taken advantage of um and so he's just a normal dude and i think it, um i think it works really well i love the music in it like from the time period the early 90s like hip-hop that um you know and r&b and stuff that gets played at different points yeah um, there's a there's a really funny not to cut you off really funny scene where um early in the movie they're on willie gary's private jet and yeah willie gary introduces um uh jerry to uh tony 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 yeah. um i feel good yeah and um jerry uses that as a retort to like a pivotal scene in the movie by yeah. just singing the i feel good yeah it's, it's it's a good scene um you know i mean it's like it's a little cheesy but it's like um like in concept but it's like it, play, it gets played very well like the things that should be cheesy because this is like a throwback movie like not only in terms of like the time period of the story but also in like the type of movie that it is i mean this is kind of stuff that like these like feel-good courtroom dramas were like prominent in the 80s and early 90s um you know a little darker in tone maybe back then but um some of these still existed uh where it's like all about like the like you said like you know the the setbacks and the challenges and then ultimately like you know the they come through and win the case and um i don't know it was because of the 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 actors elevating it and um it was a really enjoyable movie and yeah um like it was it was fun to kind of like feel that way again um and not like roll my eyes or feel it was too cheesy or something like that so it was good i'm glad you enjoyed it the other thing you kind of reminded me of too and again not in terms of tone but just in i don't know construction maybe or direction was that um oj simpson miniseries from mm. like six or seven years ago yep um yeah people versus oj yeah yeah and i thought that was a super effective uh oh absolutely film or um whatever tv show and this it kind of reminded me in the same way maybe it was like the courtroom aspect of it and then the interpersonal aspect mm-hmm. um that's a lot more serious than this one this is like a little more i mean there's a couple moments of like pseudo tension but you you know that they're going to come out on top in the end yeah um but yeah i don't know I, I really enjoyed it and i recommend it and glad that it was free on amazon like i actually i don't watch a whole lot of amazon's amazon movies but every once in a while like they do something good um renfield by the way the nicholas cage movie is free on amazon right now so mm-hmm. go nuts if you're uh if you're so yeah. inclined yeah, if anybody hasn't watched those um two American crime stories though that came out, the People versus OJ and the assassination of uh Gianni Versace, Versace um the, both of those are like really incredible. I never watched Impeachment because the story like like I lived through it and it doesn't interest me. Um, with Monica and Bill. Um, but, I didn't even know that existed. Yeah, that was the third season of the show. Um, but. Uh, the first two seasons are like uh, uh, those two stories are really incredible. Um, extremely well done. OJ's like I think it's like one of the top like seasons of television in like the past like fifteen years. Like it's it's it's, it's pretty amazing. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> but yeah, the burial's good. Um. So at least you, I mean, at least you got a mediocre movie. Um, or slightly bad movie and and a good one. Yeah. Um. This week. All right. Um, you ready to see what you get next week? Yeah, let's spin the shit. On to, to some chat, to food chat. <laughs> oh, share screen. I should have been more ready. All right, let's spin this wheel. 
Category for next week is sexcapades. Sex capades is the category for next week. Yeah, I, you want to guess who? But that was it. Well, it's either Bledsoe or Orion. It's Orion. Um, <clears throat> I'm not a big fan of that. I'm not gonna lie. Uh, but then here's the thing: you don't, 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 don't. I Last was, year you had a category that you were like, oh, he wants me to watch porn. And right. like it ended up Sex being like a movie that plot. you like really, yeah, that right. you ended up really liking. Um, Let me say this. Mm-hmm. There's this movie that I want to watch. And at some point I'm just going to say, fuck your category and I'm going to watch it. Okay. Um, It may not be this week, but it also may be this week. So <laughs> I've been putting oh. this movie off for, I, I mean, I... I bought the DVD of this movie like six and a half months ago and have been waiting every week to get a category that somehow minorly matches. Mm. And the shitty thing is we had a category that really was perfect for it, Uh but it was before I had the DVD. Mm. I I hadn't thought to buy it yet. So, Does it take place in Las Vegas? No. Is pizza part of the plot? (laughs) Pizza? No. Is it a buddy buddy cop comedy? No. Oh fuck. I don't know, man. <laughs> oh, pizza might be part of the plot. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, I guess I could probably like finagle that somehow. I'm sure there's there might be I mean shit. Like, you know, uh pizza the pizza cake massacre could like that shit. That could have been a uh, pizza's the plot movie. They never get any shot your wad on a driver. They they talk about getting some though, and it takes it's like takes place like shooting takes place at the pizza place. It's true. Pizza is part of the plot. Well, that pizza is the driving force of the plot in a lot of ways. Yes, you end. It's part really, of the title. You really get the impression that the only reason Duncan went with um Karen because he wants some, his, yeah because he's pizza. He, well, he says like two or three times he's like, "We'll go in and scope it out. Maybe we'll get a slice. <laughs> Maybe we'll get two. <laughs> it's actually like." The delivery is pretty funny. So, <laughs> oh, whatever. I bet you there's like 18 good movies that like you would actually enjoy that like could fall under the category of sex sexcapades. I'll fuck up pronouncing that a million times in the next couple weeks. Uh, you only next have to week. Do it. Yeah. Um. All right. So we were going to talk about frozen food. Um. This week for food chat. Um. My very first question for you before I forget to ask it is um, I got the top 20 most uh, popular, like, you know, like purchased pre-cooked frozen meats. Um, Can you guess what number one is? Chicken. I mean, chicken is yes. Yes. Chicken tenders. Yes. Who by who? Tyson. Yes, good job. Um, absolutely. You know, you know what I had for dinner tonight? What's that? Tyson chicken tenders. <laughs> Frozen. The strips? I, no, no, I didn't have tenders. I had patties. Mm. It's okay. like it's one of my favorite. Like I don't feel like cooking meals because sure. you know. Tell me about it. What? What? what why? 
you buy these bags of chicken patties and they're like $11 and you get, I don't know, like 24 patties or something like that. Mm -hmm. And they're pre-cooked. You just put them in the microwave for like, I mean, I cook them in the oven sometimes when I'm feeling like frisky, Mm -hmm. but yeah, oven or microwave Mm -hmm. for like two and a half minutes. They come Mm -hmm. out like hot and good, Mm -hmm. you know, sandwich roll, fresh tomato, mayo salt pepper maybe some onion if you got it and you got a good sandwich a little bit of ketchup yeah you got a stew going delicious yeah and i really um i think they're always they're always consistently like the same taste and everything is good about them and i just i enjoy it so but i will say this my parents have turned me on to a different company called bear chicken b-a-r-e They sell it at um, Food Lion and possibly Walmart, but definitely in Food Lion. Okay. And it is the closest thing you will ever get to Chick-fil-A chicken without, like, going to Chick-fil-A. Yeah, it is almost, like, no perfect Chick-fil-A. Huh. It's fucking delicious. Their spicy chicken is... I've never seen that in in Walmart, but I don't really look in that section that often. Yeah, it's they definitely have it at Food Lion. I don't know. I, I, I thought my mom said that you can get it at Walmart, but I... Was talking about it at work today because we were talking about what we we're gonna have for dinner, and I showed him. Um, so the next time, because I have some chicken, I have a whole bag of chicken patties left that I have to go through, mm-hmm. and it just seems wasteful to like buy a whole nother brand for no reason. Um, because I'm taking anything away from Tyson. Tyson is delicious. Um, but yeah, I'll definitely be picking that up as my next. Uh... Okay, so let, let's stay on the topic of this, like uh, of, of chicken. So you do you do the patties. Mm-hmm. Like that's pretty much like exclusive with the patties. No, I buy I buy strips sometimes too. Okay. Um, I like the variety of strips because you can eat them just like chicken strips, right? Or you can you know cook like two or three of them and make a sandwich out of it. Sure. I actually use uh Tyson chicken like strips, kind of like not the strips, like the the fingers. Uh, kind of like I I can't remember. I guess they are the they call them strips, but like some places call them other things. It is the strips, but um, that's what I use anymore. Like um, rather than cooking chicken for like chicken parm and stuff like that, when we're trying to do a quick meal, hmm. um, it's just yeah, it's a good idea. Um, she used to do the patties, and I didn't like the consistency of the patties necessarily with the spaghetti, um. I like the strips more, like for some reason, because it feels more like actually a chicken breast, closer to a chicken breast, maybe or something yeah. Like that. It's pretty um, pretty good little hack. Um, what about chicken nuggets? Do you ever get chicken nuggets? I know we talked about like chicken mm-hmm. nuggets briefly before, but um, yeah, I, I, on occasion, I don't know. Yeah. I mean, it's not the thing that I think about getting the most, right? Um, because I've to your point, like I think there's more variety in terms of like the strips or the patties, but um I mean I'm not opposed to chicken nuggets. Sure. Uh can you guess what number two is on this list? This one actually surprised me. I don't know if you can guess it. Like it's not chicken. Frozen Is it beef patties? Mm-mm. Uh, oddly enough that does not show up in anywhere in the top 20 for the most like purchased um is it fish Mm -mm. i have no idea then 
It is Hormel pre-cooked bacon. Oh, yeah. That makes sense. Um, Although, hmm. Yeah, I'm surprised that that's a frozen. I guess, I guess. In the frozen section. I mean, like the pre-cooked bacon. Um, I mean, and then bacon shows up again at number seven. Butterball's turkey bacon um mm. is number seven no people mm. that have no interest in life uh do you know what the number one smithfield product is on this list at number four breakfast sausage patties Mm-mm. i was actually surprised by this too maybe i'm not i don't know hold on let me think about what we sell the most of yeah um... it's an actual smithfield product yeah, it's pre cooked. Um, is, is it ribs? Mm-mm. What is it? Ham. Frozen? Mm hmm. Hmm. I know exactly what it's talking about. Like, oh, um, I, I mean, that's, we. That's, that's what we get, like, at the store. Like, it's in the frozen section. <clears throat> you have to show me a picture of it. I don't know. All right. I mean, we do sell some some frozen hams, like, but most of the ham. I mean, the majority of our ham is like fresh, not fresh, but you know, cooler, right? Temperature, like refrigerated. All right, let's get off this list real quick. So, tell me, tell me what other things you eat that are frozen. Like, um, I know that you there's some specific categories you want to talk about, but um, like, what what do you, what do you eat and like um like like regularly and like uh what do you get for treats and stuff like that just occasionally uh so i will always have um totino's pretzel bites or um pizza bites in my mm-hmm. my freezer okay um i love pizza bites as like both a snack and a um really guilty pleasure like meal um if i'm just cooking for myself Mm-hmm. Um, they are probably really fucking disgusting for you. Um, I know they're like super bad for you if you eat more than like six. Um, so of course I eat like twenty four whenever <laughs> I eat them. Um, they've tasted the same for you know thirty eight forty years of my life since I ate them for the first time. So I don't know. Like I yeah, just I really I can still re- I haven't had them in I don't know how long, but I can still remember the fucking taste of those things, man. Like they're um the only thing that comes close to them in terms of like a frozen snack to me is bagel bites. Mm-hmm. Um I really love bagel bites too. I actually may enjoy bagel bites more, but I feel like they're more work and less it's harder to like be a glutton and just like binge on bagel bites. Plus, mm-hmm. you know, you can get a like a seventy five pack of Totinos for like eight bucks, and it's in heaven. So Totinos, is there a specific type you get? You just get pepperoni pizza, the pepperoni. Okay, yeah. you you try any of the other ones? I have maybe had some other ones in the past, but I don't really go for anything but the pepperoni gotcha. ones because I got pepperoni and bacon. No, that doesn't sound appealing to me. Mm. What about the Supreme? I don't know. What's in that? Sausage? Um, Sausage pepperoni? Uh, why Why do you just not tell me what's in the fucking Supreme on your website? Fucking I'm assholes. sorry I didn't make it. Um, 
Uh, what? Man, this shit is beat. Fuck their website. Um, they're not giving me that information readily. They got a triple cheese, triple meat, which I guess is not supreme. Um, and then a triple pepperoni. They got a triple yeah. pepperoni. I want three times the pepperoni inside my pizza bite. They also have a um buffalo style chicken uh, totinos that, that and an orange so chicken totinos. That's awful. What the fuck? <laughs> That's really offensive to me. <laughs> uh, what do they got in? Oh, that's just promotional shit. Okay. Um, I saw a collaborations link and I was like, who are they collaborating with? The collab. Um, what, 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 what collab would you accept from Totino's? Well, it wouldn't be motherfucking P.F. Chang's or their orange chicken. That's disgusting. I, I don't know. <laughs> um, Red Baron. I know that doesn't make any sense. Like, what do you in there? <laughs> you putting that French bread? <laughs> Yeah, Totino's. Oh my god, that would be amazing. I wonder how they could do that. Totino's <laughs> should do like a like a garlic bite type thing, mm. like just pizza sauce and garlic inside. That'd be really good. Um, I don't know who that collab is with, right? Son of Italy, maybe. Mm. So what um what else do you have on standby? Um, I usually have breakfast burritos because they're super easy to eat at work. Mm-hmm. Um, what brand do you go to those? I have no idea what the brand is. Oh, okay. It's in the yellow bag. Um, oh. like right now I have some pierogies up there. Um, that were on sale and they looked like they could be kind of good, but I have never like broken them out. Mm-hmm. I always have like frozen vegetables. Um, usually the, um, bird's eye, like variety vegetables. So, um, corn, peas, uh, carrots. I like to use that for cooking. Like, I think they're really good. Um, I always have frozen peas. I always have frozen corn. I always have a bag of frozen broccoli because it's easy to make like sides with frozen broccoli. Um, I always have frozen sausage patties. Okay. Um, I do not use Smithfield brand for sausage patties because they're hard to find, um, even though they're delicious. Mm. Usually it's the Jimmy Dean um, sausage patties pack, um, which is still really good. So is the um, burritos, could they be El Monterey? Oh, yeah, that's what it is. is it? Okay. Yeah, that's definitely it. Um, I don't know. Uh. I freeze a lot of like meat because mm-hmm. when I buy, like if I buy, you know, chicken breasts, I'm probably not going to use the whole package of chicken breasts. Um, So I'll like wrap up a couple of them, put them in the freezer. Um, I usually buy, you know, a couple pounds of ground beef at a time. So I'll take, um, you know, a portion of that and wrap it up and, um, freeze it i really like freezing meats um because you can take it out like the night before and then by the next morning or the next evening like it's all ready to go Mm -hmm. yeah that's Um, like super boring are you i mean like you're using that usually for cooking like other dishes like dishes Mm -hmm. right Yeah. yeah 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 right um what about frozen veggies 
Yeah, I have a lot of frozen veggies. All right. Bird's eye is my, my go-to. Bird's eye is your go-to? Okay. Yeah. Um, I feel like I just said this. I was trying to find El Monterey, man. I'm trying to give the people the info. Yeah, but they've not not now you're asking them a question they already heard. Um I'm trying to get details out of you about your frozen mm. veggies. I mean, I get the bird's eye variety pack, so right. I do the carrots, corn, peas, and whatever else is. What's in so that. good about bird's eye? Um, they're pretty fresh. I I like and I like Green Giant too, I guess. Um now is bird's eye the type that you can put in the microwave or do you have to like put it on the stove or something? I don't know. I don't microwave my frozen vegetables. You put them on the stove no matter what? I and usually use them. just supposed to microwave. Like, or I usually, well, no, the steamers are different. So steamers like broccoli and stuff like that, that's different. For me, frozen vegetables I use for soups and stews and stuff like that. Okay. Because um, you can put them in and they don't tend to add a lot of water to whatever but they cook pretty quickly and um they have a really good taste like they're very fresh i especially enjoy bird's eyes frozen peas i think are pretty good mm. um, you like a pea i love peas yeah peas are one of my favorite vegetables there's no vegetables i don't like i don't dislike peas but i'm not a big fan of peas either that's <laughs> a popular opinion i guess okay. but not with me because I'm, got- <laughs> I'm glad i'm I got the popular opinion. Um, my son hates peas. My dad hates peas. Yeah, I know you didn't say you hate peas, but yeah, I'll eat peas. Mm. All right. Uh, frozen desserts. <clears throat> I'm mostly more of like an ice cream guy. Mm-hmm. Um, if I'm gonna have a frozen dessert, it's probably gonna be ice cream. Okay. Either ice cream bars or just like out and out ice cream that I eat in a bowl. Mm-hmm. Um, I am a big fan of the Haagen-Dazs um, ice cream bars that have the chocolate on the outside. Like they're covered right. in chocolate and it's yeah. like ice cream on the inside. I, like, mm-hmm. I like them a lot. Yeah. Um, but yeah, mostly I'm, I'm, I'm just, you know, we, we had ice cream chat before, but yeah, right. I like ice cream. Yeah. Are you a TV dinner person? Nah, that's not my thing. I feel like anything you can eat in a TV dinner, you can just make yourself in the amount of time that you would put it in the oven and cook for. Sure. Um, I also don't find TV dinners to be super flavorful most of the mm-hmm. time. Yeah. Um, when I was a kid, we used to go to the grocery store once a week. Um, and for the longest time, our grocery store of choice was Value Food in Elkton. Yeah. Um, the old Value Food or the newer Value Food? The value food that was on Bridge Street. Okay, yeah, the old one. Mm -hmm. Um, And they had, I can't remember the brand that made it, but so when we would go to the grocery store, we would go after school and after my dad got off work. So this would be like fucking four o'clock in the afternoon, we'd be going to the grocery store. (laughs) I I don't feel like being there. So we would get TV dinners and that would be what we would have for dinner that night when we would go to the grocery store. Sure. Um, so there was a, I don't know what the company was, but they made a, um, shrimp etouffee TV dinner that was like rice and shrimp and the, you know, the sauce. 
freaking amazing like super delicious i wish i had had any idea like who made that food but it was so good um but i would get like the regular you know like what you would consider a traditional tv dinner sometimes um or for a period of time i would get the um i can't remember the company that made them but they had um hamburgers and french fries that were microwavable um the same company that made micro shakes do you remember micro shakes yeah i remember those things yeah yeah so i would get a micro shake and i would get a hamburger and um a french fry and i think they're all from the same company hmm. um and not so delicious but whatever like you know right quick and easy um every once in a while like my parents would just pick something out for me like maybe i was being an asshole or i wanted to stay in the car or something and i would have mm-hmm. to eat like salisbury steak mm-hmm. um and I fucking hate Salisbury steak. If you know anything about me, you know yes. that I'm like, I love hamburger steak and I hate Salisbury steak. And it's the same thing, but I don't care because. Um, so apparently Kid Cuisine used to put out a shrimp at Etouffee. No, this was uh-huh. like, it wasn't that. Okay. That's a interesting fact. <laughs> no, this was. um. It came in, it didn't come in a traditional, um, what you would consider a traditional like frozen dinner like box. It was a smaller box. Like they were, it was a small rectangle. And when you, when they would take it out, it was just a block of the shrimp and sauce and rice. Mm-hmm. Um, and I guess they, it, they either microwaved it or maybe they was on like putting the stove top or something. Um, I don't know. Okay. I don't know who made it. Delicious, though. But yeah, I have not bought anything recently. My parents have started buying the frozen dinners from Costco. Mm-hmm. Um, Costco makes a lasagna that's surprisingly delicious. Mm. Um, and I'm, you know, I'm very much a snob about that kind of stuff. Sure. Um, but really, I was like pretty impressed by how good it was. Um. So if you ever go to Costco and you want to get their lasagna, it's a it's okay. It's a frozen dinner. It takes like I don't know forty five minutes to cook in the oven, but it's definitely like a a good meal, right? I'm trying to think what is it that we get from. I can't remember off the top of my head now. There's something that when she goes with Val that she like picks up that's good like from Costco all the time. Okay, so um more research everybody basically put out a shrimp etouffee um in the 80s at some point um all the major companies um it might have been like banquet or something i don't know yeah banquet put one out swanson stofers they all put one out um so it could have been anything yeah um i wonder if there's one now i don't know i don't even ever think about that but um that information did not come from google and searching anything it came from chat um because it can just feed you information better than searching for it anymore classy um so that value food have we talked about this that we've had to talk about this the best thing about that value food ever when you were there with your parents and you didn't want to be there is is you get a free cookie you know about this yeah that's true yeah when you go back to the what was it back on the left there was the um, bakery Mm mm-hmm Yep, like right, like yeah, where the bakery section was, there was like you could put the cookies and you know, get them out with the tongs and put them in bags, and you were allowed a free cookie. Like if you were 
a kid with no definition of what that meant. Uh, um. <laughs> so just FYI, I searched on Instacart for etouffee. Mm-hmm. The only etouffee that comes up is Food Lion has this thing called the Raging Cajun Authentic Etouffee. Yeah. But you got to add your own chicken, shrimp, or crawfish. Mm. So And the work on you. Yeah. Fuck that. Yeah, I know that's bogus. It is. Um, I don't know the brand, but they sell it at Walmart. Like, I hate uh all those brands of like the chicken in a bag, like the the kind of like pulled chicken type stuff. Mm-hmm. And like yeah. but there is a brand that comes in a like small plastic container. Um they have a regular chicken, like seasoned chicken, and a fajita, and both of those are actually good. Um I'm this actually is frozen so food or frozen, yeah. Frozen really? chicken. Yeah. It's like um like yeah, like pretty much like pool chicken kind of, but it's um it comes in like a small plastic like see-through container as opposed to those bag chickens like um that you put in salads or something like that. Like um Smithfield whatever. makes some good like pulled chicken and pulled pork. Yeah. Um it's not frozen though. It's I've been just using it as like a snack recently, the chicken, like um because it's it's like it's pulled, but it's like some of it's pulled and like some of it still is like kind of in small bigger hunks, you know, that you can kind of pull yourself, but um but it's like the best chi- like frozen ch- like chicken like that that I've that I've ever had. All the other stuff mostly disgusts me. Um I've tried like all of them, like Purdue, like you know the little tiny chicken strips you can cut up and like put in salad mm. or something, and I yeah. they just don't appeal to me. Tastes like I don't know, like fatty or I don't know, um, slimy. Sounds appealing. <laughs> it's not. That's what I'm saying. Um, what a. What else you got frozen? Like chat has these questions, but chat got really confused. Oh, balancing fresh and frozen is a category that it has questions on. Um, wants to know how do you strike a balance between fresh and frozen ingredients, ensuring variety and, and nutrition in your diet? I mean, it just depends on my level of interest, right? Right, chat. Sometimes <laughs> I feel like doing shit, sometimes I don't. <laughs> if I don't feel like doing shit, then I'm going to cook something frozen. We actually, um, we get a thing from, so one of the perks about working for, you know, a company that sells food is once a month, we, for a $5 payroll deduction, get about like $150 worth of food, um, bacon, sausage, uh, tenderloins sometimes, ham. But one of the things that we get like every couple of months that I love is Nathan's, um, pretzel dogs okay so it's a hot dog wrapped in a pretzel yeah and Mm -hmm. they're fucking amazing Hmm. um and those are frozen i've seen those yeah yeah they're super Um, delicious i'm assuming you just get like regular bacon and cook it right Mm -hmm. rather than like dirty get pre-cooked bacon Mm, i would never buy pre-cooked bacon okay i buy bacon bites um fuck or bacon i don't bacon bites yeah or bacon bites or bacon bits i don't know what the fuck like the little things you shake out of a container yeah oh okay gotcha but they right. have ones they, they have okay. the ones that are like dried bacon that are like really crunchy and i i, I like those okay that's okay. what i grew up with but there's actually um hormel makes a 
almost like a fresh bacon, mm-hmm. like a cured bacon that's like super great on the salad. Um, what do you do about like uh sausage? Like I usually buy fresh sausage. I don't buy no, 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 no. aside from breakfast sausage. Yeah, that's kind of. But I mean, it's all frozen, right? So it's like um, doesn't have to be like. So it's like there's Jim. Like, do you do Jimmy Dean Hillshire? Like Jimmy Dean sausage okay. patties, sausage patties. Mm-hmm. Um, I used to do Hillshire like the um, like the ground sausage for biscuits and gravy because I have to make it myself. Like I can't do anything out. Um, but then I switched over to the Jimmy Dean like uh, what are those like rolls kind of like. They mm-hmm. come in like the gold wrapper. And, yeah, that's what I use. Yeah, and like now I use. That's not frozen though. Um, I mean, I don't freeze anyway. Like I just buy it right. It's just in the it's in the refrigerator section, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, but really good. That's um. Oh, Jimmy Dean is Tyson. Huh, I didn't know that. Okay. Interesting. What's going on here? I got all these companies too. This is such a large category, man. Um, General Mills is fucking Totino's, mm. and they actually own all the Annie shit too. Oh yeah, yeah. That's General Mills. Um, Annie's yeah. is too expensive for me. Yeah, that is expensive. And honestly, like, I mean, they're 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 okay, but it's like, you know, I, I don't know. I didn't find anything special. Heinz owns Orida. Is that how you pronounce it? Uh-huh. Orida. Um, and the Weight Watcher smart ones at the same time. I'm not um, a big fan of those kind of TV dinners. No. Um What about uh, right. what about what about fish stuff like uh fish sticks fish flakes? I buy I buy fish sticks a few times a year. Okay, I'll enjoy fish sticks. I like Gordon's. Yeah, um, I don't. Know, I just eat them with like I'll make cocktail sauce basically because mm-hmm. I almost always have horseradish on hand. Um, right. Or I'll do like uh like ketchup vinegar lemon, obey like mixed together if I don't mm-hmm. have horseradish. Right. I love fish sticks, though. I think fish sticks are good. Yeah. I like frozen fish patties. Um, I can't remember the name of the company that makes them, but Costco sells a brand of frozen, frozen fish patties that are um, super good, and they make good sandwiches. Hmm. I do not like frozen shrimp, though. I find frozen shrimp to be, like, really disappointing. Like breaded shrimp? No. <laughs> or I don't just eat, like... I, I don't like breaded shrimp, period. Um, really? Yeah, I'm not a fan. I think it's a waste of shrimp. I think the shrimp is delicious by itself without like caking it and fucking. What about coconut shrimp? I'm not a big fan of coconut shrimp. Okay. I don't know. Right. I'd rather just eat shrimpy shrimps. Okay. Um, shrimpy shrimps is a good category. Um, that's really weird. Okay, I I didn't know that honestly. Um, that you like were like opposed to to breaded shrimp. You've never seen me eat them on purpose. Uh, I can tell you that. I guess. Yeah. I would uh, never order them. Right. There's one exception to that, mm. but it's not a real exception. It's just like a circumstantial exception. Okay. Um. Seldomly, I will eat popcorn shrimp. 
because mm. I don't believe it's real shrimp. And right. well, I, I like right, right. the it's like not. bite-sized nature of sure. I think it's just the breading of what they do. Uh, they put shrimp in. Yeah, that's fine. It's just and it's just the breading. I think like kind of. Um, that's my that's my conspiracy theory. Mm. Um, <clears throat> you're probably not wrong. <laughs> Nestle owns Stouffer's Lean Cuisine and DiGiorno. Man, Nestle owns everything, man. Yeah, yeah. I don't even know Conagra brands. Yeah, Con Conagra. Conagra. Yeah. Marie Callender's Healthy Choice Banquet and P.F. Chang's. Yep. You tried those P.F. Chang things before? Yeah, I've had a couple of them. They're okay. Yeah, they're okay. Yeah. They're, the they're fried rice, good. fried rice boxes, all right. Yeah. The problem with like Chinese food is that it's so easy to just make Chinese food. Like, why? It's so like just make rice. You know, make fried rice. It takes like ten minutes. Right. I don't know. Especially if like you cook rice. Like, I'll cook rice in bulk sometimes and just have rice with, like, several meals during the week. Yeah. Because you can, like, cook it and, like, store it and then, like, pull out what you need. Um, So, every once in a while, like, I'll do that and then I'll make fried rice a couple nights. Yeah. You ever do... With um... my bird's eye frozen vegetables and... <laughs> right. Bird's eye. Um, you ever do chicken wings ever? Not frozen. Not frozen. Okay. I just make chicken wings fresh. Gotcha. How you do that, um, I buy a package of like whole wings, you know, the drum and the flat, and I break them down, and then I make a glaze usually, or right, salt, pepper, and then I like glaze them, and I do them in the oven, um, turn them a couple of times, um, and then at the end, make like some kind of like nice like hot like barbecue and put them on top and like um sort of like broil them for a little bit so they kind of caramelize. Okay. It's pretty easy. Hmm. I know um our friend Ryan, he cooks them on the grill. Right. Right. Um, I guess I have seen that. But I don't have a grill. So I'm not allowed to. So they won't they won't let you have one on the patio there? Nah. It's completely not unique. even like a George Foreman type thing or something? I mean, if I had that I'd have it in my house. Right. I could have like a black stone griddle, but I don't really have the room for it. Mm. <clears throat> You have any other frozen food topics? You want to I don't know. You gotta, you gotta ask me questions. No, I don't. Dude, it's so large. Like I, I like I've went through like all the major like things, like rotisserie chicken. What do you know about rotisserie chicken? I don't freeze it. I love there rotisserie. Chicken. Okay, there's frozen rotisserie chicken. Oh, I'm not a fan of that. Why? You can um, like every. I, I don't know how it is in other parts of the world, but in this uh, kind, like in the northeast part of our country yeah everyone sells rotisserie chickens for like five dollars right i'm just uh, look i'm just here's 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 what's gonna happen is i'm gonna ask you something right what about steak like we already talked about steaks like i like steakums i forgot okay. about that okay i'm a big fan of um that's what it is that we, she gets at costco there's like a certain type of steakum type thing that she gets at costco's it's good yeah i'm a really big fan of uh steakums okay um, I like them for a multitude of reasons. Like, obviously, <laughs> I like to make you know you can do like really inexpensive and easy cheesesteaks with them. Mm -hmm. Um, but they also stir fry really well. Like, if you like cut them into like squares almost and stir right. fry them with vegetables, because you can throw them in towards the end of when you've like cooked your vegetables, and they add a really nice like salty like meaty taste. 
Right. But yeah, I um. Be... So some of these things I'm going to ask you about, and you're going to sit there and say like, I just make my own, like you fucking heathens, like <laughs> um. And then some of them like you you might have an opinion on, but I've gotten much lazier in my old age. I just <laughs> okay. Mean, so. Um. So frozen meatballs. I know you just make your own fucking meatballs. Frozen <laughs> meatballs are gross. <laughs> um. Oh, I have never had a good frozen meatball. So if you have a recommendation, I would love to try it because um, making meatballs is a pain in the ass. Have you done perfectly cooked? Have you tried those? I don't even know what that is. Okay. Yeah. You can get it from Walmart. I mean, perf- and everywhere pretty much anymore. Like it's grown in popularity, but um, perfectly cooked is the company's name. Um, That's what if we, if we do frozen, that's what we do. Um, She's gotten really tired of them over the past, like, few years but um but yeah that those are the best that i've ever had frozen i think hmm. um what about uh you've already talked about breakfast burritos you do any other breakfast sandwiches yes i really like the jimmy dean um sausage on a biscuit breakfast sandwiches yeah and I add a slice of American cheese and microwave them. Mm. Those are really good. Yeah, I used to I used to live off of those when I was a kid. Um, was the Jimmy Dean sausage biscuits? Um, love those things. Um, sometimes with egg. Um, even though I, I know I know the egg is like now is like disgusting, but I I love the the egg back then too. I am a big enjoyer of um, frozen waffles as well. Uh, that's kind of, okay so what, you just do ego yeah usually just ego yeah any flavors just regular egos Nah, just regular standard ego what do you put on mm, applesauce really yeah it's my favorite um interesting waffle topping okay um i think any more the older i get like i mean syrup's okay every once in a while I prefer jelly on both that and pancakes anymore as opposed to um, syrup. Syrup's like too sweet for me anymore most of the time. I have never thought about applesauce though. Uh, To me it's perfect because you get like the sweetness and the fruitiness but it's like really light and you don't feel like you're I don't know. Okay. Like getting ball bogged down. Is there a specific brand of frozen ravioli that you get? Yeah, it's you know. called none. Okay. Why? Did you make them yourself? No, no, that's way too much work. That's crazy. <laughs> um, because I prefer to buy them refrigerated. Okay. Like the Berea refrigerated revenue. Oh, okay. Okay. All right. I don't have anything. I'm not opposed to I mean I said it like I was opposed to it, but I'm not opposed to um uh frozen raviolis. It's just not what I do. Yeah, I'm very limited because I have to get like meat raviolis like frozen, but um, um, I don't even know the brands for that. Like, it's like it feels like it's always random. Like, it's like I've never heard of the unless it's like great value has something new. Like, it's always like weird brands that are different every single time I go there. Um, for that stuff, what about like uh sides like? French fries, onion rings, um, tater tots, like tater tots. I'll definitely buy sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um, I am not a fan of onion rings, except for in certain circumstances. So, okay, not, would not do that. 
Like in general or Frozen? Uh, in general, really. Okay. I mean, an onion ring is okay, but it's like you could have had a French fry. Like, what's the what are you doing? <laughs> okay, so what French fries? Let's talk frozen French fries. Orida are good. Orida okay. crinkle cut. Crinkle cut. Okay, is yeah. crinkle cut a go to? Is that like your number one? Like for uh, TGI Fridays has a waffle fry. Maybe I think. Okay. Um, that's pretty good. I like a lot. You, I, like, a, you like waffle fries? Yeah, I I love waffle fries. I wish okay. more places made them. Hmm. Not a not a huge fan of the waffle fries. Oh man, they're such a they're such a good conveyor of the ketchup. We're you back. Like, to the, we're back to the dips and the yeah. and the and the. You, you you get the corner of that waffle fry and you right into the ketchup. I, I mean, like, I agree with you. I agree with you. Oh my god, it's so perfect! And then you bite into it, and there's ketchup all over the wall. Ah. Um, I am a uh, there. There are like she does not like steak fries, and I am purely. I I would just that's all I would eat for fries is steak fries. Steak fries are good. I love a steak fry. I also think it is a good conveyance tool for. It's true. Um, it's got that nice wide flat body. Mm-hmm. Um. But but I like crinkle cuts, um, and I like like season sometimes. You know what I really just don't like a curly fry. Here's not, the thing: I, is that like like the older I get, it's like this is worthless. It's a lot of work, and like, but the problem is like everyone has had that moment where you've had the perfect curly fry, sure, and it's like oh my god, this is amazing, and you're you're like it's like chasing that moment for the rest of your life, like you're never. Never going to get that perfect curly fry again. That's true. It's true. It does beat one thing, though. There's a worse fry. It's the shoestring. Mm. Shoestring fry is the worst fry. Yeah, I don't understand the point. You have to, like, gather up, like, 18 of them. Right. To, like, sit there and get that, like, get that girth. But you have to make a bundle of shoestring fries. Yes. To scoop in, but then like the shoestring fries are falling apart because they have no consistency <laughs> or right. Like tactile strength and you're just getting ketchup all over your hand. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah. The shoestring fry is um is a failure of a fry. Yeah. Yeah. Um waffle fry. Okay. Um yeah, I love waffle fries. I'm actually realizing I don't I don't eat enough frozen food. I don't think I don't buy enough. Mm. Like it's so convenient and easy and relatively feel, inexpensive. Oh, yeah. How do you feel about sweet potato fry? I like sweet potato fries, but I don't know. I would like them frozen. Mm. I feel like that's the thing that you need to get fresh. She's always trying to get sweet potato fries here, and it's just like, uh, I'm not a fan of sweet potato fries. So she has her sweet potato fries, and I get steak cut, and then we have like shared fries if we ever want them. We don't really cook them that much, but they're always like stock there just in case. Um, potato wedges. How do you feel about potato wedge? I like them from Wendy's. <laughs> okay. I'd rather have a tater tut. All right. So let's t- do you or Ida's like I'm you sure get it's red. I don't know. I really don't know. Okay. Honestly. It's probably a Rida. Cottage fries. Why do they look like chips? Probably some British nonsense. It probably is. 
I probably like one. Oh, what about you know what you know about smileys? What are you asking me? Do you know what a smiley is? Mm-mm. Um what is this word you're saying? Smiley? Smiley. Smiley. M-I-L-E-Y. Or smiles by some people's, like some brands, like McCain, I think is smiles. But they're called smileys. I know them. Yeah. I mean, I'm an adult, so obviously. They're mashed potato, like, 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 whatever, like, with shit around. Right. I get it. I don't know. I'm, I, it's not something I would eat. Okay. Um, those look like good. Um, McCain tater tots look good. Oh, McCain um, is a good company. Yeah, forgot about them. Quick cook, tasty taters is what they. The fuck is that? No flipping required. That's a, that's a selling point. <laughs> that's a definite selling point. You know what I find when they talk about like flipping things. Do you sit there and like put a timer on and flip them every single time? If they say depends on what, it, it depends on what it is. I find tater tots. I don't think it's true. I just put on an extra two minutes. It's always fine. Yeah, no I, burning. I don't. I would not flip a tater tot. They, they all want to be flipped. They're all telling. They're always telling you to flip. A the tater only tot. thing that I flip is like, like a fish fillet patty, or right. That's correct. I don't know. Something that's got like a large flat surface on two sides and you want to make sure that Agreed. each side gets an equal amount of time turned up to the yeah. the oven. It's like fl- fries trying to tell you to flip them. It's like, no. 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 Although, I Unless like they're to, thick. They're, there could be thick fries. Like I like to toss them a little bit in like a little more salt and pepper. Uh-huh. Mid-cook. It's fair. Like, I can go with that. Um, let's see. You do any frozen pancakes ever? Uh, just waffles. Just waffles. Okay. I like the only. I mean, do you just like pancakes, or you just no, don't like do the pancakes. frozen pancakes? I think pancakes are good. I think pancakes are super easy to make. Okay, you don't need like a special tool to make them. Whereas with a right. waffle, like I need a waffle iron, but a pancake, sure. I'm just making a pan. Okay, obviously. Um, I like. This is not frozen food chat, but I like um. Uh, Entenmann's makes um pancakes that they sell in the like the bakery aisle, mm-hmm. and they're they go in the toaster oven and they're really good. Okay, I mean they're probably really bad for you, but they taste delicious. Okay, yeah. um, we're getting down the nitty gritty here. Frozen mozzarella sticks. Anything oh yeah, like that's that? yeah yeah yeah. That's like that jalapeno poppers. Okay. Um, TGI Fridays makes some, um, yeah, mm-hmm. makes good good varieties of those. Yeah, I can never eat a mozzarella stick again in my life, so um, I'm fucked. But um, jalapeno poppers, cheddar, I could try those at some point because I can eat those. Again. Um, <clears throat> but yeah, the TGI stuff, I've only had like some wings. I think they do, and something else like some like sides. I think that they put out. What is their fries? They have a special fry. I don't know. Mega fry? Something Maybe like they have curly fries. I don't know. No, yep. I've done Arby's curly fries, like frozen. Everyone's done Arby's curly fries. Frozen? Right, right at passage. 
That's the original Curly Pry, isn't it? I, I, I don't know if that's like historically the. It is in my KP. Um, you know what you didn't ask me about that I really enjoy. Okay, what? Um, they're expensive, so I don't get them that often. And I feel like the it's something where, like, if I really, really want it, it's Patik's um Indian dishes. Okay. Um, the frozen Indian, like they have like a tikka masala and a um chicken korma and a vindaloo. Okay. Um, they're really good. Like they, you know, Patik's. Who sells these? Do you know? I think it's Patik. Patik is the big Indian food company. Oh yes, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, I've seen them mostly at like uh, Redner's. I think Food Lion um, sells them. Food well. Lion too. Okay. Um. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. Again, like uh, tasty, to... tasty bite is also good if you've ever had tasty. But um, the problem is I can't eat a lot of that stuff. Like, or I haven't historically for the past like fourteen years, like been able to eat that stuff. But I probably could start trying some of it again if I wanted to. A lot of the stuff doesn't have any dairy in it. Uh... I mean, if you get stuff like a korma or something, that's going to have dairy. But right, right, yeah, which is what I want. <laughs> Pot stickers, dumplings, anything like that? Like, nah. No, samosas. Nope. You ever tried? Uh, I've never found a good samosa. I have not. I, I try every single samosa that they put out, and like all of them end up not being good. Um, I work with an Indian man. He brings me samosas every once in a while that are delicious that his wife makes. Look at you. Um, why is this an old stuffed bell peppers? Okay. I don't think I would want to buy them frozen. Right. What about um I know that you mentioned like breakfast burritos. Any like uh frozen Mexican stuff? Uh yeah, I like to get um I mean I guess it's El Monterey as well, but um like taquitos I'll buy frozen sometimes. Mm-hmm. I like those because they come in a bag and you can heat up like five or six of them and it's you know, with some salsa and some pretty decent like quick dinner. Okay. Um any and I'm 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 pulling straws here now. What about um mac and cheese? Any kind of frozen mac and cheese you do? No, it's too easy to make mac and cheese. Sure. That's what I thought. Um Oh, ribs. Nope. Nope. All right. All I have left is like desserts and shit like that, but I think you've like covered desserts. Like, yeah, really, it's just ice cream for me. Oh, every once in a while, like um, popsicles or anything. Pies? In the summertime, sometimes, yeah. Every once in a while, I will get a Sara Lee um, frozen pie. Okay. Um, if I, I don't really, I mean, because Frankie lives here now, so it's not like right. we're not making like special dinners or anything. But when he used to come home, I would usually get like a Sara Lee pumpkin pie. Um, Cause I'm a shit baker, so I can't like make a pie to save my life, but make them like a really good dinner. And then we'd have pie afterwards mm-hmm. or cake or something like that. So, yeah, so I'm, I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah. We got me all excited for going to the grocery store this weekend. <laughs> foods. 
can't even buy all that much this weekend. I only got to buy like a couple days worth of food. Right. Um, what do, what do you think the number one thing you're going to, now that, now that we've had this conversation, you're going to get this week frozen. I'm going to get a couple TV dinners, I think. Okay. Um, I'm thinking about, um, I was just looking at them while we were talking on um, yeah. my Instacart. All right. And, what, um, what, what brands were you looking at? Uh, I've always enjoyed Marie Callender. Okay. Um, that might be like, I like Marie Callender chicken Popeye's. My only real problem with Marie Callender is they take so long to cook. That's my problem with a TV dinner. I really don't want to spend like an hour and a half, like, um, like waiting on some frozen thing to like cook in the oven, you know? Mm hmm. I'd much rather, um, right. I don't know. Yeah. Stay away from those hunger man dinners. Um, oh, that's disgusting. I would it, never eat that. It, it really is. It's one of the, oh. um, oh man. Cause I don't eat any of that stuff, but like she, she gets a lot of those like, uh, different, like things for like, like heatable things for lunch. And I can't remember. Um, oh. Wait, let me see. She like is like obsessed with a certain brand here. Um, I will devour. That sounds awful. <laughs> I don't know who I don't know who owns Devour, but um, uh, all right. So let me let is me. Is that a command? <laughs> Let me give you like the devour like menu here, the easy microwave meals. Um creamy bacon alfredo mac and cheese. A lot of it's mac and cheese. Um white cheddar mac and cheese with bacon. Um I've never seen her do this, but buffalo chicken mac and cheese. Um pesto ravioli with spicy Italian sausage, chicken enchilada, right? Um chicken cordon blue mac and cheese. I mean that. I see. I I some I have rather have somebody make that for me, but I mean that actually sounds good as a concept. Um, Coralina Alfredo with Italian sausage. I've seen her do that. Um, they have all kinds of shit, but she like uh, is definitely like always like. Yeah, she would probably really like some of these. If she could get them. Um, but yeah, she really likes that brand a lot. She thinks it actually is really good. It smells really good when I smell her like microwave one of them or something like that. But um, I've never tried any of them because they're all like way too much dairy for me. But um, devour. That's the only thing I can recommend based on like no experience at all. But the two of you. Kindred spirits. Um, I mean, I used to be um, 100% opposed to any kind of uh, like frozen or pre-cooked foods. Aside from like the most basic things like frozen vegetables and stuff. But right. Right. Um, I really like, I don't know, like as I get older, I like the convenience and I like the quickness of it. And I like just the idea of being able to throw something in the oven or the microwave and in a short period of time, um, yeah, have a good meal. Yeah. Um, you know what's perfect? That actually answers chat's last question under the category of evolving eating habits. 
eating habits change over time? Have your preferences or habits regarding frozen foods evolved? And if so, how? You just answered it. I did. Um, I feel good. So we get the answer before the question. And I think that's the end of the podcast. Word. Um, what do you want to talk about next week? I don't know. Do you never want you never want to talk about pastries? Do you like pastries talk, and coffee? No, I'm, I'm good. We can do it. Let's we do only it. have limited categories left. Left. Um. What? What's sex capades? What goes with sex? Sex capades? Maybe coffee. Anything? Maybe. Maybe pastries. <laughs> that um. Beef jerky that, that, hopefully does not go. <laughs> well, no, if you think about it. If you think about it, there was that um Grand Theft Auto mod from the San Andreas era called Hot Coffee that would let you like play the weird sex scenes that they had like had in the game but then deleted. Right. Do you know about this? I do I, I do not know. I don't think I do. Oh, okay. There's whiskey beer. Uh, sorry, go ahead with those Grand Theft Auto, because I, I don't know about this. No, that's that's it. It was just a mod that you when you played San Andreas you could unlock content that had like been left in the game but had been locked. Okay. That was um sex sex scenes, basically. Right. And the mod was called the hot coffee mod. So all we have left is beef jerky, coffee, donuts, pastry, seafood, whiskey and beer, and dips and spreads. Oh. <laughs> right. I mean, come on now. Let's do um dips and spreads goes to me like goes well with sex capades. You're a pervert, <laughs> I guess that's why. I mean, I could also see the argument for whiskey and beer, right? Right. Um, I just think you stay away from seafood, um, beef jerky. Mm. <laughs> you ten- I mean, utensils is a category specific thing if it ever comes up in the next like rest of the year. Um, I'm fine with seafood or whiskey or beer, or dips and spreads. Okay. And obviously, dips and spreads is probably the closest one to my heart. <laughs> yes. Uh, another another Orion Wellmaker request. Um, all right. He's he's just looking for recommendations on the sly. I mean, that's 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 this is the ultimate end goal. I think to is is coming to, to food chat at the end of this year. Um, I'm, ex- him, I'm so. right. I'm super excited for that. Right. And Except he's going to weigh Taco Bell at open. Right. He's going to weigh 75 more pounds than <laughs> I mean, he weighs now. Right. Um, all right. So um, next week, sexcapades um, and some sort of food chat to go along with it. So um, thanks for listening, everybody. Have a good week. Deuces.